Hey, business building warrior, it's Jim. Welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. This is going to be a short episode out of necessity. My wife literally needs the laptop I'm recording on exactly 13 minutes from now. So that's the countdown timer. She's actually meeting with a couple of her friends on Zoom. 13, make that 12 minutes from right now. So I got to fly through what I've got, but I don't think you'll mind. It's good stuff. Five lessons that we learned from COVID as Amazon sellers, or you could say as e-commerce sellers, but specifically as Amazon sellers, five lessons from COVID. We're about a year into this thing. It's hit all of us between the eyes like a two by four in one way or another. We're blessed as Amazon sellers. Many of us, I would say most of us who are taking this opportunity serious, we saw tremendous opportunity. We've talked about it on the show before, but I'll restate the obvious. Most people are shopping online a lot more than they used to. The most popular site they're using, Amazon.com. That's what we teach around here. We've been teaching it for longer than anyone else in the industry that I'm aware of with more success stories. So you're in the right place. If you want to launch and grow a business, multiple income streams, using the internet creatively, specifically starting on Amazon, man, you're in the right place. But that's not the lesson. Let's go through my list in no particular order. Lesson number one, maybe let's start here. You know, my wife's getting ready to jump on a Zoom meeting with her friends. I mentioned that. We've all been on Zoom meetings this year. Kids are doing school on Zoom. You can even find funny videos where kids record themselves on their phone and hold it up close to the camera so they can pretend they're in class when they're not really in class. I mean, it's gotten crazy. We all have this new love-hate relationship with all things virtual meeting and conference. And, you know, we've learned to put up with it. But I don't think anyone is truly loving it at this point. If you truly love and prefer the virtual meetings over actually seeing people face-to-face, there's probably some kind of diagnosis you need to see a counselor about because we're not made for that. We're made for real-life, face-to-face, conversations, communication, relationship, accountability. You remember that old thing, 70% of communication is nonverbal? It's really hard to do that over Zoom. It really is. So we've learned that. And on that note, I'll stick a link in the show notes. We're going to be getting together this year, this summer in Tampa. We're having our event. We want you there, theprovenconference.com. Go get details. We're adding updates constantly. It's going to be a live event. Show up, wear your mask if you're comfortable wearing a mask, if you don't want to. Whatever the rules of the hotel have will apply, of course, but we're going to do it. Those who want to be there, we're going to do it. So plan on it. Find the details at theprovenconference.com because lesson number one, Zoom ain't cutting it. That emotional weight that you feel, that lack of relationships, that's what it is. That heaviness, that that feeling that, hey, my friendships have kind of slipped. That's what it is. We've got to gather in person. We've learned that. That's an ancient biblical truth, actually, as well. You've heard years before COVID, you've heard us talk about these things. Okay, next, number two, replans. The strategy replans is amazing. It's here to stay. It is an incredible opportunity. We now have the proof. I remember when the COVID crisis, if you want to call it, first struck, I had a conversation with Jimmy Smith, who's the one who helped us shape out the replens concept and put the course together for us. I said, you know, he and I were kind of thinking through out loud together. And it may seem obvious now, but at the time we were thinking, does what we're about to go through change replens? Does it take it away? Does it impact it negatively? Or does it potentially make things even bigger and better and stronger? And we didn't know. I mean, if we'd been able to see into the future six months, we would have known, of course, 
one of the biggest shifts in commerce history occurred in just a few short months when people stopped going to stores and started shopping online, specifically on Amazon in the U.S., but globally, people were hitting. And we've seen the evidence now that they're not going back to their old patterns anytime soon, even once we got the all clear sign. So if you're not studying replans yet, man, you really should. Low-hanging fruit, literally multiple testimonials weekly. I could say daily, but there are occasionally days where we don't get a new testimonial in our community. So I can't quite say that, but multiple testimonials weekly. Today, for example, in the last 24 hours, I've counted probably eight to 10 new testimonials from people that we've never received a testimonial from. They're going through the Proven Amazon course, provenamazoncourse.com. They're jumping into the replens module, which is just one of the modules contained in that course, because that leads me to my next point, multiple streams of income. We've learned that from COVID. We've all had that pounded into us, multiple streams of income. What does that mean? Well, you may have heard me talk on past episodes that I believe we're all entrepreneurs. Some people say, well, I'm not really an entrepreneur. I'm more the employee type. I have a job and I'm, I'm fine with that. No, you're still an entrepreneur. If you're getting a paycheck, if someone is paying you, you're an entrepreneur. You may only have one customer. That's the person whose name appears on the bottom right hand of that check when they endorse the check and sign it. That's your customer. Even if you work at like fast food, it's not the people coming to the window that you're giving hamburgers to. Those aren't your customers. That's the person who owns the business. It's their customers, right? Your customer is the person paying you. So maybe you are an employee, which means you're an entrepreneur with one customer. Well, that's not good enough now. I can make a very strong case, and I'm not going to go off on a rant here, but we all need to have multiple streams of income. And if you're relying on just Amazon or just eBay or just Facebook or just YouTube or just your employer or just anything, you're not in as strong of a position as you could and probably should be. That's why we are a multiple income stream community. Right now, as I'm recording this, I've said this for over a decade, but it's true as true every day. It's truer constantly than it was yesterday. Right now is the best time to be alive and to grow a business because the risks have virtually been eliminated from the process if you choose to use the tools that are at your disposal, which you have the choice to do. No longer does it mean taking huge risks, spending a bunch of time, money, learning new technology, putting a bunch of things at risk in order to start a business. You don't have to do that. You can start small. We actually encourage you to keep it super simple as you grow. We have people with $10,000, $50,000, $100,000 a month businesses, and no moving part of it is complex. It's a very simple business. At no point did they make a huge risk, take a huge risk. It's just not necessary. Okay, so that's lesson number three, multiple income streams. Lesson number four, there's nothing like this community. I'm hearing it over and over and over again, and I know it sounds very self-serving, and I'm sure it is to say this, but I've looked around. A lot of other people have looked around. A lot of people have come to our community and said things like, wow, I'm in a lot of other groups. I'm in a lot of Facebook groups. I've followed a lot of courses and YouTubers. And there's a lot out there. There's a lot of really phenomenal content out there. Don't get me wrong. We don't have a lock on all the good content. But what we do have a lock on is a proven system that new students can step into as successfully as anything I've ever seen when it comes to making money online. And the other thing is a community of people who are truly rooting for each other, a community of people who don't see each other as competitors, a community where you can come in for free 
and ask even fairly complex questions about your business and things you're running into. And there's inevitably a handful of other people who step in and say, oh yeah, that happened to me once. Oh, here's exactly what you need to do. And unlike many places online where you can actually have people trying to undermine and sabotage you, here we're rooting for success with each other. And this is where if I had more than three minutes, I would probably insert the cake versus candlelight illustration, cake versus candlelight, but look for it. It pops up all the time in our community. I'm not going to do it now. But we see opportunity as something that any of us can have as much of as we want. And it doesn't impact anyone negatively for us to succeed and even to help each other succeed. No one loses. You've heard me say it before. To succeed in business means you're going to benefit countless others. Whether you like it or not, it's not a choice you make. If you're succeeding in business, you are benefiting countless other people as you succeed. Your attitude is irrelevant. It's happening. Even if you don't know it's happening, it's happening. So you need a community and there's nothing like our community. That's lesson number four that I think a lot of people around here and listeners have learned. And the final lesson I think a lot of us have learned is it's time to integrate family into life. You know, I did a podcast episode a couple of years ago. I was often asked, People would say, hey, you know, how do you balance family and life and work? How do you balance this and balance that? And, you know, make sure you're spending enough time here and spending enough time there. And I think one of the things we've learned over this last year is why not mash it all together? And that was my answer then. And it's even stronger answer now. And I believe it's the biblical answer is you don't segment out your life. You know, you're not one person on Sunday and then you're a different person on Monday and then you're around different people, you know, and you're a different person. It's all mashed together. Now, yes, there's different behavior expected in different environments, but what I'm saying is why not include your kids in your business? Why not include some friends in your business? Why not do this thing together? Why not grow something special together? Home has become a special place again for a lot of people. We understand the importance and significance of it. Like it or not, we've been around that handful of people that were around a lot. We're around them a lot. So why not build something together? And if I had the time, again, Daniel Lappin has a great presentation on this topic, guys, but the whole uh, story of Noah from a, from a scholar, Hebrew scholar vantage point, not only is it the story of how God saved man and the rainbow and the flood and the 40 days, you know, if you've been to Sunday school, you've heard that story, but it's a lesson of what families can and should do together, how they should function together in building something significant together, especially in times, I would argue, of moral decline cultural moral decline. It becomes even more important. And that's the exact topic. You can look for that. Uh, It's Lessons from the Flood by Daniel Lappin. And you'll find videos on YouTube and he's got a curriculum. Look it up. You'll find it. Someone shoot me the exact link. Maybe we'll stick it in the show notes because I know um, it's a great... I listened to it a few years ago, sent it around to a few friends. But the lesson there, integrate family into what you're doing. Make them a part of it. There's no need to balance family versus work. Hey, you know, you need to have some boundaries for sure, but why not integrate them in? Why not have them help? We've had episodes recently on this podcast where people are using people they know to build the business. They're paying them a percentage. It's a beautiful arrangement. Why not build something special together? Now's a great time to be doing that. All right, that's it. Time's up. My wife has got a call to jump on. I got to give her this laptop in less than one minute or I'm going to be late. So God bless you, business building warrior. I love doing these episodes. We've got some tremendous content coming your way. Thanks for giving us a little bit of your time today. We're in your corner. We're praying for you. We're rooting for you. We love seeing you succeed. 
Let's do it together. Talk to you soon. Hey, Warrior, before we end this episode, I had a special guest I spent a few minutes with recently, and she wanted to talk to us about the insurance needs of Amazon sellers. This isn't a sponsorship slot. I'm not getting paid for this. I'm just sending the good business building warriors of this community to someone who's going to take good care of them. And her name's Ashlyn Haddon. She understands insurance. She's helping out numerous people in our community listeners to this show with their insurance needs as Amazon sellers. She's got a little bit of a cautionary tale to share with us today. I just wanted to introduce this next segment before I bring her on. She really knows her stuff. She's taken really good care of many, many members of our leadership team, our coaches, our coaching students. And I wanted to get her out in front of you guys again, because it's been a while since we mentioned her name. She knows her stuff when it comes to what you need to insure your business. It's not expensive, but it can sure be expensive if you don't have the right insurance in place. And Amazon's starting to require it, as you're about to hear. So here's a short slot that I had and spent some time with Ashlyn Haddon. So Ashlyn Haddon, welcome back to the show. It's been a while. Yeah, Tell us why we should be thinking about insurance. I'm excited to hear what's been happening. It's, it's been yeah. Well, don't get too excited. It's a, a little bit on the scary side. Okay. <laughs> I'll brace so, myself. Yeah, brace yourself. So for the last couple of years, you guys have heard me talk about how Amazon is requiring that you guys have general liability and product liability. As Amazon and, sellers. Yeah, for pro at, sellers. At, at any level, right? At any level. So it's just, it's required as a pro seller. And we keep saying, hey, it's coming. Amazon's going get, to get wise and figure out that these, these third-party sellers are responsible for a lot of these lawsuits. So uh, February 1st was our first email from our client that Amazon sent them an email and say, all right, time's up. It's time for you to provide your certificate of insurance. And the email specifically stated that they're going to start policing this now. Yes, they understood that it was required per section nine of your terms of service. When you signed up, you said that you had it. And Amazon's like, all right, we understand that you know now, and we're going to start policing this. And they're saying that they're going to start policing it at 10,000 in sales for three consecutive months. That's going to be their baseline for them to say, hey, it's you got to upload the certificate of insurance to us. So we got our first couple of emails from our clients saying, all right, it's time. We got to do this. What do we need to do? So I really think Amazon's cracking down. They are sick and tired of being pulled into lawsuits. Sure. They want you to have your, your insurance in place. Yeah. So if okay. you don't have it. So let's talk about those, those limits. If, if I'm brand new to Amazon, I haven't sold anything yet. Yeah. Hopefully in the next two to three months, I will. This is one of those things that I can't put off forever, but I don't have to do it right now, do I? Because you said well, 10000 I mean, a month. <laughs> it is required per your terms of service. So when you signed your terms of service, you did say, yes, I have insurance and I'm going to keep insurance. But between us, they're not going to police it. They're not going to force you to upload that certificate until that $10,000 mark. So can gotcha. you get away with it? Probably. Right. Should you get away with it? No, you shouldn't. Because no matter if you're selling one thing or 10,000 things, you still could be pulled into a lawsuit. There's liability there for sure. Yeah, there is. So talk to us about what this insurance covers. What kind of insurance is this? Because a lot of the listeners in this audience, they've bought house insurance, car insurance, life insurance. They know what those things are. What is this crazy Amazon insurance I'm supposed to buy from Ashland? What's it protecting (laughs) me from? (laughs) What am I buying? And more importantly, maybe... You know, what's it going to cost? Give me a price window range here. 
Perfect question. All right. So what it is, it's general liability and product liability. General liability is what you do or say as a business. Product liability is going to be what your product does to harm someone else. So if I have this, I'm selling this bottle of water and I list it online and I say, this bottle of water is going to make you look 10 pounds skinnier. And I buy it and I say, well, this doesn't make me look skinnier. This makes me look fatter. And I sue you for false advertisement. That's general liability. That's what your product does. Yeah. Now, if I sell this um, bottle of water and now I have an allergic reaction to this water and I say, Jim's water gave me an allergic reaction and I'm going to sue Jim. That's product liability. That's what your products do to harm someone else. So we sell both of those together, general liability and product liability. Now, if you're just RA, OA, and wholesale, your policy premium is super, super, super cheap. We have clients in the $500 a year range, depending again on sales, but between $500 and $700 a year, typically for someone who's not doing private label. Now, it can change with with what your sales are. If you're doing $10,000 in sales a year, that's going to be a totally different price point in if you're doing $2 million a year in sales. So just remember, it goes on what you're selling, where you're sourcing from, and how much you're selling. Don't ever compare your price to someone else's price unless you're selling the exact same thing at the exact same sales per year. Okay. Fair enough. I was going to say, it's it's really, really cheap. It's very inexpensive. Yeah. I'm surprised. I mean, I, I know that we have it and I don't know what the invoice that we get from you is for it. I know it gets paid, but uh, I hadn't looked at it forever. It's just one of yeah. those things that someone else takes care of for my, for my operation. But if I'm new and I'm trying to minimize my expenses, the last thing I want to do is write a $500 check. Is Are there any other options? Can this be yeah. broken out somehow monthly? Yeah. So or? our carriers do allow you, if you don't private label, to pay it monthly. My big rebuttal to that is if you can't afford a $500 policy to protect you, how are you going to afford $450 an hour for an attorney to defend you? I've been through several of these now for the last five years. And the the costs just to defend you from these lawsuits are $30,000 to $50,000. So if you can't afford $500, you sure the heck can't afford $30,000 for an attorney to defend you. And that would be the price of not having insurance, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You're in it you're in it on your own at that point. You're in it on your own. You find your own defense attorney. You have to, you know, here's the thing about insurance companies. We all know insurance companies don't like to pay out on claims. So they hire the best attorneys to defend you. So this might be a $700 an hour attorney to defend you from something that you didn't even do. Like I tell the example all the time, we had a customer who was selling RA and they shipped the box to the Amazon purchaser's house. The Amazon purchaser tripped over the box, broke his hip and broke his clavicle. Well, he sued Amazon, sued UPS and sued my third party seller. Like you tripped over a box and you sue my seller and my seller didn't have anything to do with it, but it was $32,000 in legal fees to defend him. If he wouldn't have had a policy, he would have had to pay for that on his own. But he had a $600 policy and they paid 30 some thousand dollars to defend him and say, hey, drop our customer out of this lawsuit. He had nothing to do with it. So even if you think that you don't sell something risky and you can't be sued over it, you absolutely can. We are in 
a huge litigious society and people sue for the dumbest reasons. What's the best way to get a hold of you to, to talk this over if I'm a seller yeah. and I don't have this insurance yet? Perfect. Um, um, you know, we have a website now that we've streamlined. It's www.ecom.insure. So ecom.insure. No.com after it, just ecom.insure. And then it says get a quote and we break down if you're private label or not private label, if you're RA, there's 15, about 15 questions. It takes Mm -hmm. about seven minutes. I promise it's not hard. (laughs) And then we get to work for you. So... Oh, that's that's phenomenal. And and just so the listeners know, there's no affiliate relationship here. I'm not getting a percentage of anything. We're just we're providing a valuable service to this community because this is one of those boxes you gotta check. It's a painful box to check for some, but check this box. You'll be glad you did at the point that Amazon contacts you and says, Hey, where's your policy? Absolutely. Or at the point that someone trips over one of your boxes. Right. <laughs> but we do, even though it's not an affiliate, we do have a coupon code for your, you guys. Oh, great. Mention, hashtag Jim, just hashtag J-I-M. We'll give you 50% off your agency fees. So it saves you like 50 bucks. Wow. But at least it's That's awesome. to help you guys on your, your new adventure into this crazy insurance game. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't know you were doing that. That's really cool. So put hashtag Jim. Is there like a coupon code box? Yeah, or it's a coupon code box. Okay. It says, how did you hear about us? Hashtag Jim, and we'll give Just you fifty percent off. Hashtag Jim pound sign if you're over the there age of go. fifty. Right? <laughs> All right, cool. Well, that's uh, that's really cool. Very informative, uh, straight to the point. And I, I imagine yeah. if people have questions, they can go to your website as well. Absolutely. We'll notes Anytime. to a link, and jump over there and uh, contact your office. So Perfect. I really appreciate you providing this service. I know at this point you're you're helping hundreds, if not thousands, of members. Thousands of- now. You've just done a tremendous job for us for several years now. So thanks, Ashlyn. Appreciate that. Of course. Thanks for having me on. Have a good night. All right. Hey, talk to you soon. Bye, then. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.